Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm Stu Whiffin. I'm the better half of your hosting team. Chris Glasson is currently on remand uh, and isn't available to record this intro. Um, his brief has assured me that he should be um, out in time for... A live show in July, uh, Attack of the Podcast at the O2 Islington Academy with Overrated Everything featuring um, Thomas Turgoose and Andy Ellis, um, Sean and Gadge from This Is England, as well as Life in the Stocks with Matt Stocks with special guest Pancho from Dirty Sanchez. Also, Chris and I will be doing a live hardcore listing podcast on stage with three guests. One of those guests is Grammy award-winning producer and frontman of rock band A, Jason Perry. Jason's been a guest on the Off the Beat and Track podcast of mine, and he's yet to do hardcore listing, so we thought we would hold off until he could come and do it live. And you're going to love Jason and his stories. All right, anyway, today's episode top five things you can never unsee so that could be something really horrific you've seen something that gives you immense joy that you like to constantly reference very much the case for my number one um and it was a lot of fun um glasson um got a day release on tag to come round and record that um it was awkward he had tag and he was obviously handcuffed to a police officer and uh, and they took him straight back to prison after recording. Um, but yeah, enjoy this episode. Thanks massively to uh, Her Majesty's Pleasure for letting Chris out on day release. Uh, thanks to um, our producer, 76. Thanks to our sponsors, Love Beer and Bang Boom Creative. Um, can't wait to get those pair of helmets back on again to do some episodes soon. Um... I think that's it. Thanks to Scroobius Pippikins and everybody over at the Distraction Pieces Network. If you like hardcore listing and you like Christopher and I talking um, utter toss each week and the back catalogue has not quenched your thirst for utter bullshit, then why not go and check out our Patreon page because each week we release another hour-long episode of Complete Drivel, uh, which uh, for some reason... A few people have um, professed to actually liking. Uh, if you are that much of a loser and you feel inclined to listen to us talk um, incessant claptrap some more, go over to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash hardcore listing and uh, go and watch a video over there. Pip's in it, Gal Porter's in it, Chris and I are in a hot tub in it. Um, Go and have a little watch of that and it'll tell you all about the Patreon stuff. Right, you've probably heard way too much of my lispy voice on this intro. Tough shit, you've got another hour of me and that other idiot talking now. But um, thanks for listening and we will see you on the other side. Love you lots, you dangerous loners. It's a drunken soiree in the whiffy. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing. Produced 
Two Sharp 76. It's a Sunday morning. It is a Sunday morning. Sundays are fun days. And it's a sunny Sunday. It is. And it smells of your arsehole in here. <laughs> it does. I've, done, I've just dropped a nice, fresh springtime fart. Yeah. The within. Yeah. And it's within, isn't it? It is. I've cut you? the cheese. Nice one. nice one. I have cut the cheese there, haven't I? Yeah. It smells like that. Good weekend. Sure. Yeah, good, mate. I mean, it's a Sunday. Look at you, cheeky smiles. <laughs> there, we, we had a little chat about what our prospective weekends were, weren't, didn't we? And yours involved escaping. Uh, you did an escape room. Done an escape room, yeah, at the XL. Yeah. Um, which is um, hosted by um, our friends, uh, Holly and her husband, mm. who come to We Are Lizards. And it was Holly and uh, him that uh, set us up to do the zombie apocalypse event. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. you can hear that episode, mm-hmm. which is... Um, Top five zombie films. Yeah, um, yep, yep. top five zombies by Scroobius Pip, yep. Chris Glasson, and Carol Whiffin. Mm-hmm. And top five um, <laughs> that I thought that might be zombies that Stuart seen with his eyes. <laughs> Which is interesting. Okay, tenuous link. Today's top five is top five things you can never unsee. Oh yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? That yeah, and uh, I come up with that one. Yeah, oh, well, um, well, done. well done. And I don't know if it's... Your instant response on the phone made me laugh. <laughs> and is that actually in your top yeah, five? Yeah, I'll give it as... I'll put it as a number five. Right. Yeah, so, oh, okay. it's, a, it's a funny funny, you know. It's yeah. not like... I, I don't suppose it... Oh, no, it's bullying, but... Um... <laughs> it's straight bullying. I've been bullying myself a lot on Instagram this week, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. All I keep doing is posting up muggy pictures of me. What's quite um, weird is I never put up... Do I put up ridiculous pictures? Oh, no, do you know what I did? I actually put that one up on, on, on mm. Facebook this week of me mm. in the um, lederhosen wearing the shorts that I bought from a woman's oh, shop. Oh, yeah, brilliant. I tried to yeah. find the smallest shorts I could find yeah. uh, to extend you. You could literally see the veins in my balls through oh, the uh, hot. through the, <laughs> the, 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 the taut material. <laughs> that is fucking sexy, mate. You, yeah, yeah, thanks. You've worn a few numbers in your time, haven't you? Cheers, ma'am. Uh, at your wedding, yep. dominantly. Yep. Um, yeah, so... That's something that I'm sure will be in my top five things my wife would never unsee, would be my, my oh, haircut suit combo Carol. at the wedding. Poor Carol. Just a note to um, listeners, don't ever try and be fashionable at your wedding. Opt for style. I opted for current fashion. Bad move. Oh, Bad yeah, move. Should have yeah. just gone style. Stylish, yeah. Timeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Fuck oh, that, no. Oh, well. Um, She's do, still with do you want me to put your sandwich in the fridge? Um, yeah, go on. I've got like half a boiled egg sandwich. It's a fancy one, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's very posh. Um, uh, but Stu took a picture of it because straight away I started, it was a posh sandwich. I think that might have been up nearly £3, that sandwich. Not in a meal deal. And then I went <laughs> and bought some chipsticks, which were 39p. Yeah. And I just started stuffing the nice fancy sandwich full of chipsticks. Patreon, that's where your money's going. <laughs> High-end sandwiches, working-class crisps. Microwaved coffee <laughs> by my business partner. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, can I get you a coffee? Yeah, just going to warm this one up well, in the microwave. Is that all right? Uh, well, yeah, okay. Being like cool, I have a, a, a cafetiere and I grind my own beans, and that's not you a euphemism. Do. I bet you do. <laughs> So I made some fresh coffee, but it had gone a little bit cold. So I said, do you want this? And I'll, I'll warm it up for you. I could have just thrown you some fucking Nescafe in a cup. Mm. Thought I'd be nice. Yeah. This is what I get. Yeah. What's the number five? Right, so we're going to do uh, top five things you can't unsee, yeah. right? And you wanted to know why, what my number five is. Yeah. It's your toes. My big toes. Oh, no, all of them. Well, predominantly a big toe, but I mean, like, they're in the toe family. Weirdly. At the end of your fucking... F- <laughs> oh, look at that. disgusting, man. He's weird. Do you know what? So many blokes have got fucked up disgusting. When I did Tough Mudder the other day, we're getting changed. Oh, is this going to be the new black belt? Is this going to be the the new fucking black belt? When I've done Tough Mudder. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this. Look how disgusting I am. No one can hear this at the moment. This is just for fucking our patrons who paid, paid $15 and they're all unsubscribed. There's your 15 quid's worth there. <laughs> just the Chris, moly, no gelatinous on. wreck that I am at the moment. I really am a fucking mess. So yeah, oh. Tough Mudder, I don't know where I'm going now, other than being a chauvinist. Uh, fucked up toes. Fucked up toes. Your feet are disgusting. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, at Tough Mudder, there was, um, there was like... Uh, in the change room at the end, I'd had a really like tough round because obviously 
you saw, just saw the state of me. And then I had to face about five blokes in this change room and all of their feet, they all had... You know that advert when they're doing the advert for fungus infections under the toes? Right. It was disgusting. All of them were just like... I was like... Yeah. All fucked up. Is that what you've got under no, your feet? No, I haven't got anything fungal-based wrong with my feet. What I've got is a broken toe that healed badly. And so when a lot of the time <laughs> you break your toe... Yeah. I broke my big toe, I had it kicked and it nearly come off. Oh, ah, uh, ah. And I pushed it back in because I thought I could, you, but I pushed it back out. in wrong mm. and it was sort of, it seemed to reset in the wrong position. So I then had to go to the hospital yeah. and they put a, a sort of splint on it to the toe next to it, which I think was a bad idea because my big toe now curls around the toe next yeah, to it. it does. And then what happens is with most uh, time you get some sort of trauma. Yeah to uh, a, 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 a toe, I guess, or a big toe. I don't know for sure. This isn't guesswork. Um, the nail falls off. Yeah. And that's what happened. And then the nail that grew back through grew back in growing. Oh, wow. So I had to have lots of trips to the... Um, uh, oh, what are they called? Chiropodist? Chiropodist, that's the one. Um, to try and sort it out, which they've done. But now... Half of my now is dead and half of it is alive. So one half of my big toenail I can literally pull away from the toe and the other half is... That's fucking rank. That's so that's why they're sort of like two colours. It looks like a widescreen TV, it doesn't does, it? Yeah, all, all of my um, family do refer to my big toes as the plasmas um, <laughs> because uh, the now is un, un, unfeasibly large. And like many of the plasma screens bought in the early 2000s, they're fucked now. Yep, yep. And you've got this skin tag now on the yeah. end of your foot yeah, as, well. Just as well. Oh, mate, he's, he's got a bleeding, like, mole. <laughs> I could not. Like, I can hardly that. talk. I'm like mole central. But that mole's fucking... Yeah. It's about eight moles on one. Yeah. Covered in tomato ketchup. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's my, that was my number five, mate. I'm just going to check because I'm paranoid about recording the video camera. Okay. I mean, I can see the red light is on. So, is it all right? Like one of yours and Carol's home movies, mate, right? Okay. So you had a good night last night? <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about it, okay. but you know what happened. Cool. But it was a good night. One day, folks, we might talk about what what Craig got up to um, on, on, on this fateful evening. But, uh, yeah, I can't talk about it. All I, all I say is um, I got my left hand got very sticky. <laughs> I wish we could talk about it. It's solid gold, Craig, that. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Um, right, my number five. five? Um, it's a moment that I go to. Um, do you know what? I'm not going to go for that one. No, you chat, a little chat last minute, change your mind. Yeah, <clears> I'm, I'm going to. That, that, that deserves to be further up. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to go for, for um, Big Papa Jay. Um, I booked Pineapple Dance Studios, mm -hmm. um, Andrew Stone's band Starman to perform at our uh, Matthew Horn Session Club um, for no other reason than I thought it would be ridiculous and I loved his Brentisms um, and lack of self-awareness. <laughs> Andrew Stone, not Big Papa Jay. Um... Big but, big, but, very big, self -aware. but Big Papa Jay's lack of self-respect <laughs> is pivotal to this thing that I will never unsee. Um, and so, Andrew Stone's Starman take to the stage at the peak of their E-list um, celebrity moment off the back of that Pineapple Dance Studios. Um, big Papa Jay had drawn a star over his eye as if mm -hmm. he was a die-hard fan. Uh, what are they called? Starman. Stones owners. Stones owners, yeah. Stones owners, yeah. 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 So uh, he was a Stones owner. <laughs> um, Andrew turned up with a makeup artist and a masseuse. Um, I mean, we, we're all in this sort of green room, which was about the a size masseuse, of the within. mate. We've uh, never had anyone show up with a masseuse before. Or a makeup artist. It's It was a, a tiny little live back room. It was hilarious. Um but yeah, it, it was an incredible thing to behold, and the, the comedy gold of it was 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 amazing. So they're on stage playing five songs. I think they played the same song twice because their uh, back catalogue wasn't that vast. Um, 
And then he's then gone, okay, that's that's the last song. But was doing that thing where he's desperately hoping that people no, would make some noise. No, more, come on. Uh, and there weren't a lot of that. And it was like, the spectacle was done. People had come, they'd laughed. And it was like, mm, obviously, you know. He, Everyone's sides had split yeah, fully all exactly. the way down. At which point, I'm in the crowd, um, and I'm not name dropping here, but I was standing. <laughs> I was standing next to um, Orlando. Well, that's why his tones, tones are so fucked up. I was standing next to um, Orlando Weeks, the singer of the the Maccabees, um, and because they used to come and frequent the club, and, and and they're smashing lovely people. And so I was just standing next to Orlando, chatting, and then <laughs> out of the corner of my eye, I've seen Big Papa Jay take to the stage. Now, just was involved in the night, so security would never have stopped him from yeah. taking to the stage. That's always a weird one, isn't it, when the security... So all of a sudden, Big Papa Jay with um, eyeliner um, uh, and Big big uh, Diamante star um, over one eye has took to the stage, hugged Andrew Stone. Andrew Stone looked confused. He's then took the mic from Andrew Stone and gone, listen, ladies and gentlemen. No, I think he said, listen, you cunts. <laughs> I've just spoke to Andrew. And ladies, if you make enough noise, he has then said, after he's done his encore, he will come into the crowd and lick you all out. <laughs> At which point, Orlando went to me, is that your business partner? And I went, nah. <laughs> and he then just stood there, Wyatt Starman then played probably the same song yet again, and just was just on stage dancing with Starman. Part of it seemed legit that he couldn't have been any more happy if he was on stage with you too. He looked genuinely <laughs> fucking excited, forward slash being a fucking irritating tit, which he's really good at. Um, and yeah, I mean, there is a video of that somewhere. Uh, and I, yeah, I will find the picture. I will find the picture. The picture's great. Of 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 just on stage dancing mm-hmm. uh, with. I think he's trying to sort of lean in and do sort of uh, backing vocals as well. It's uh, it's something <laughs> to behold. Uh, yeah, so I will never unsee that moment where he yeah. said he would go into the crowd and lick out every uh, woman that was in there. Oh, that is fucking beautiful. Mate. Yeah, number Thank four. So what I want to say should be my number two, but there's a por- positive correlation between every time I have a sip of coffee and every time I do a little fart. So I apologise, but I've emptied it now, pretty much. You're asshole or the coffee? Both. (laughs) (laughs) Which leads me on to number four. Right. G-O-A-T-S-I-E. Goatsy. Goatsy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? Do you know what? That's a fucking great shout. I was late to the game with a goatsy. Me and Mark were front runners on the Goatsy game. When I say that, I mean... <laughs> not seeing it, oh, not performing. Oh, we've got... Come on, you do your Goatsy to the cabin. <laughs> oh, fuck a duck. I mean, like, if you haven't already typed into Google Goatsy, don't do that at work. By the way, Big Papa Jay introduced me to Goatsy as well while we're talking about him. Yeah. It's a special thing, isn't it? I mean, it's... Have you have you looked at all the pics of architecture that use it now? <laughs> have you never seen it? I haven't seen Goatsy architecture. So look, like look, folks, if you don't know what it is, Google it. But Google it. it if you've not got in your kids, normal account. Don't, don't, if, you, if you're sitting around and yeah. the kids have sort of got access to your uh, to what you're looking at on the, uh, the don't. laptop, don't. Because okay. I can tell you a story about a sim, uh, another word that got me in loads of trouble on, on Christmas Day. Please do. Um, but yeah, go, Goatsy architecture. So basically, Goatsy gang is when you're quite into getting your hands up your arsehole and pulling your arsehole apart basically so you can see right up right up your poop shoot would, it, would, would you say that's a fair description of it mate uh, yes are you just strolling through your, your personal goatsy pictures no I'm or? just trying to find um, goatsy architecture so there's one particular photo of goatsy that made it super popular and I think it was like on some like <laughs> Some sort of like viral thing, probably like Reddit or something like that. Or, oh my god, there's lots of it. And basically, there's just this one picture of a guy holding his arsehole open. You could probably push a pint glass up there, couldn't you? And some, and some, yeah. And um, 
It's disgusting. You'll never forget it. But it's also comic media. <laughs> Showing the cameras because there's no way I can really put this on the screen behind us today. That is just too disgusting. But mate, once you've seen Goatsy, I think you're, you're, I think the universe almost flips upside down because it's like, why is someone? Why would someone want to rip? Why, why would you do that? Pull their arsehole apart that wide? Why, why would you do? Uh, I, I, you know, I, I mean, to, to how desensitised have you got? How in like? I'm sure intersect? that 99.999 percent of our listeners definitely know what that is um, because they're quite. How many? They're quite a walk. How many have done it? <laughs> Please say we've got one ghostly listener. So to ex- <laughs> to, to expose uh, the contents of his arsehole, he's um, got. I say him. I, I, I think yeah, it's a dude. Is there some yeah. balls? I yeah. think there's some balls. Um, there. Four fingers um, either side. Uh, uh, right, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's no teeth there. That would be terrifying. Yeah. I don't know why it's called Goatsy either. Oh, really? Why is that? No, I don't know. Oh, you don't? No, no. no. Uh, write in um, if you do. If you know, Goatsy, if you're listening, <laughs> tweet in. Um, yeah, that's something. A Goatsy should be called Unsee. Unseen, um, yeah, because yeah. that's something you will never unsee. No, you never unsee it. That's then, such a great show. <laughs> but also, the thing is, is that it's a great. Like I've seen people doing goatsy cakes. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I just showed you a picture of a car. <laughs> a car that's. Dead. <laughs> it, <laughs> honestly, that architecture that I showed time? you. There's a lot more of it. Who's got the time to do a goatsy yeah. car? I can vividly remember sitting in my. <laughs> that's a it was when I worked in an office with Big Papa Johnny's missus. They said, I was like, what? And they went, I was like, what's that? And they were like, Google it. And I was like, oh my God. And then like, I felt like I was really late to the party. Not yeah. that it's a party I want to be at. No, no, no. It's one that you don't mind missing, really. Because you could never unsee it. No. Well, oh, it's like, such a good it's, well, So basically, there's another, like, you know, do you know what a felcher is? Because like, there, there's, a, there's a word when all of a sudden, when you're a nasty little boy like me, you can't help but find out all these words, right? In terms, do you know what felching is? Yeah, of course. Right, so, yeah, of course. <laughs> She's up. Um, well, I once said that. Me and Mark, we worked in a restaurant after uni briefly, and um, we like the, the, there was all the young waitress girls and stuff like that, and we'd always like tease them and be silly with them and stuff like that, occasionally fuck them. And um, one day, one of these girls, who was like the like her m- godmother was one of my mate's mums, right, and we were all quite close, and one day, either me or Mark went, uh, oh, you silly felcher. And Laura went, what does felching mean? And me and Mark were like, <laughs> Google it. Anyway, I get a message, Christmas Day, from her godmother, my mate's mum, fucking furious with me, going, Christopher, what are you doing telling Laura about these nasty things? And, and I was like, oh. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, so- sorry, Auntie Jackie. I literally called her Auntie Jackie. Um, and, and then I asked James, I texted my mate, I went, what the fuck's going on over there, mate? He went, Laura brought it up Christmas Day, and they all went to the computer and looked up Felchin on Christmas Day. He's like, you've literally ruined Christmas around here. They're never going to unsee that. They're never going to unsee it, but they all started doing it straight after, so it brought the family together. You're number four, mate. Yeah, is your number four? Yeah, 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 I'm gonna go for a couple of just sporting things I can never unsee. Oh, good shout! So I'm gonna rattle a few off because we've spoke about them. I'm sure on sporting moments and things like that. Conor McGregor knocking out Jose Aldo. Ah, wow! Yeah, that was something. I didn't necessarily think wouldn't happen, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it would happen in the fashion that it happened so yeah. quickly. And I remember th- it was moments when I just literally was sitting watching it on my own and went, oh, my fucking God. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Holly Holm beating Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, seeing that, yeah. I just, again, just can't ever unsee that kick. That kick breaking her chops. jaw. Like, uh, and uh, I guess seeing um, uh, James Buster Douglas... Uh, knockout Mike Tyson which was something I didn't think I'd ever see mm. and then it's the moment of Tyson on all fours trying to put his gun shield yeah trying to put his gum shield back in and that's just that's the photo that is, is the thing that I can't ever oh, unsee man. whenever I see Mike Tyson and 
you know, for better or for worse, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying he's a perfect human being, but in, in regards to, to looking at him as a sportsman alone, I've got a mm. lot of time yeah, yeah, and yeah. interest in him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that moment, whenever I see him talking about fights, things like that, I just think at some point they're going to show that clip. Yeah. And it's that picture that I can never unsee whenever oh, I see Mike wow, Tyson. Brilliant. Well, there's, there's a few others there I'd like to throw in on this. Yeah. Good shout for sports. Um, <clears throat> Anderson Silva jabbing... Uh, one punch jab knockout of um, who was it Forrest Griffin Forrest, yeah. that was insane that's possibly my first, favourite knockout of yeah. all time it is matrix shit that and when I first thought of this the first thing I thought was um, the, uh, the uh, Chris uh, Weidman leg break of yeah. Anderson yeah, Silva yeah exactly yeah yeah that uh, that was fucking awful because yeah. the, the weird thing is we've seen it before we've seen it in kickboxing before so it wasn't new yeah um, I've seen that injury happen before but you've not seen last night's UFC either have you no who was fighting um, Rose Namajunas um, Jose Aldo oh, Anderson Silva BJ oh, Penn versus Clay Guida fuck uh, oh yeah. I might try and watch it tonight I bet I don't get but the Anderson Silva fight He's really good, is it? Yeah. Oh, mate. Something to be seen there. Oh, dude, all right, okay. Um, also, the, the, the other... One thing I can never unhear... So, if you're doing sports, I might make this my third right. as well. Um, is It's unseen and un, unhear in, in this way. His MVP's flying knee into fucking cyborgs. You ain't, seen, you ain't seen Bellator last night either, have you? No. Because he's fighting in that. He fought in that as well, didn't he? Oh, shit. So I've got a lot of good stuff to catch. You look serious. This is exciting. Mate. Molly's in for a treat tonight. <laughs> Sorry, love. Turn songs of praise off. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that noise resonated around that building. Yeah, it did. Like, it? We, like you were in, we were in a busy stadium. It's in the O2. Exact. And we were like five rows back. I get. I can't keep yeah, up. We weren't, we weren't super close, though, was yeah. we? But we weren't miles away. And... Oh, if you've God. seen that that clip, it's uh, it's a sort of flying knee to the the front of his skull, and it, and it went viral because there was the X-rays of his <clears throat> dented forehead and, yeah. and smashed um, skull. And to hear that, you heard it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. To hear that, you heard it, folks. Podcasting, um, we are articulate whizzes here, aren't yeah, we? You had to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, that, I don't know what that meant. To I've, hear that, you had to hear it. I've sure, Hardcore listening. Hardcore listening. To hear it, you've heard it. Um, yeah, great shout. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. But it's, it's such a good shout with, um, with regards to all the different fights and stuff like that, man. Brilliant. So would you say Buster Douglas would be your, your one out of all of those? Um, if, if boxing uh, or combat sports, yes. But And I've, I've mentioned a million times before, Michael Thomas scoring the goal in the last minute of extra time to win Arsenal the league um, is, is something that I will never, ever be able to unsee or hear the words, it's up for grabs now. Yeah. Uh, it, just sti- it just brings me joy. And I'm not a football oh, fan. No, you're not. But it brings me a lot of joy watching that. Because it takes me back. Not a football fan, but you are both racist and homophobic. So you really should um, reconsider, mate. Is that the criteria for to be a football fan? Yeah, I've upset everyone who watches football now. Yeah. Out of our yeah. fan base. It's not that. I'm just not, just not cool enough are for football. Are you scared of it? A little bit. I wasn't very good at football. Yeah. I wasn't. I was scared of getting kicked in the shins. Did karate and kickboxing. What did you have to go? I was scared of uh, what I cried. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I am. Um, I got up to black belt in the end. Wow! Yeah, got up there pretty quickly. Are actually. they sexist and racist? People do cry. Sexy and racy. Oh right, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. See what you've done there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Brilliant. So I've, I've, I've like snuck in my number three there. Okay. With the with the with the MVP head caving in. Yeah. Uh, scenario. So, so for my three, mm-hmm. obviously there's things that I feel I should give a nod to. I'm trying to make this as ridiculous as possible. Yeah, but of course. But the birth of my children and things like that are things Gross, that you're yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seeing your wife split from here right. to fucking arsehole. And I thought I'd say that because I knew that's the response I'd get as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, things like that are a given, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. So, uh, is, that, is that quite... Is it a bit weird? Is it a bit trippy seeing all that happen? Yeah, is of it? course it is, man. It's fucking mental. Um, the thing that I remember before that was... The piss on a stick thing, the pregnancy test. Oh, okay, right. And and then nine months just flew past. Was a dream. It wasn't the problem. No, do you know what? It was the moment when, because um, I was just about to leave to go to work at yeah. the brush yeah, on yeah, a Friday yeah, night, yeah, 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 yeah. and the test was done, 
and it was positive. Yeah. And I just remember this instant feeling of like, you better fucking grow up, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's getting real. Yeah. And like, and I do remember thinking, whoa, yeah, like, I've got to be a grown-up now. Step up, yeah. yeah. Wow. It'll happen one day. Um, yeah, so... Not in that shit. For my three... Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for um, a wall. Now, I when, think I think we've just lost all of our subscribers. When I was about no, 18, 19... Yeah. Um, firstly, I should say... Go online and buy I Cunt, I-K-U-N-T, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the story of Cunt and the Gang, because it's one of the funniest books you will ever uh, read, or download the audio and listen to it, because you will be laughing like a maniac on the train with your headphones on, um, because it's brilliant. And and he's one of my best pals, and I've known him since I was, I was a little kid, and he has said that he will come and do the podcast now. Oh, cracking, um, really? That's great. And... Uh, and so we used to do lots of dumb shit like mm-hmm. 18, 19 year olds do when they think they're a bit different and a bit funny. Soggy biscuit. All of that. Um, goatsies. And Soggy goatsy. But we decided one night after going out in central London to the, to the gas club it was, on the way home, one of our friends, I'm not going to start naming names now, but in that car, somebody had always liked to keep um, a couple of cans of um, of black spray paint um, for kind of guerrilla art. Yeah. We could call guerrilla it that. Art, eh? We could call it that. Right. It was kind of pre-Banksy. Sounds a lot like vandalism to me. Um, it's just vandalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a huge building that was knocked down and uh, and it was on a very, very busy road. And before they'd started building the building that was going to replace it, mm. they normally, as you see on any building site, put massive wooden fences of plywood all the way around it. So I reckon this f- wall or fence that was painted with white emulsion... I reckon was probably a hundred, no, 50 metres long. That's a big white space. So we decided, these people decided to um, stop the car at 3am and then these people got out and decided with the cans of spray to spray something amusing on the wall. Mm -hmm. So these people sprayed the name of their band in the middle of it and then sprayed the word cunt, C-U-N-T, a hundred times <laughs> along the whole of that wall. <laughs> which these people thought was really funny. Yeah, yeah. The next morning, these people had to go to college. And one of these people um, that looked a lot like me uh, decided to drive past and just have a quick look. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I will never unsee what I saw that day <clears throat> because I had a pang of fear. Uh, this person had a pang of fear in his stomach <laughs> that someone might have pushed it too far. <laughs> Whilst panicking, I look to my left and there's a bus stop opposite it. Sitting in that bus stop <laughs> was this person's oldest friend with a video camera filming elderly people's responses walking past <laughs> that wall. <laughs> if you want to see what that Wall uh, looks like there's a picture in Cunt's book, so I would suggest uh, that you well, go and buy it um, yeah, and find brilliant. out about a multitude of guerrilla art things he's done that also include. I'm going to mention this one because it ties in with with another one left on my list, um, which is when uh, Jamiroquai first came out. The branding on all the billboards was just Jamiroquai was Emergency on Planet Earth, the yeah, first album, first one, and yeah. just this little black silhouette yeah, of, of Jake with his yeah, hat yeah, with yeah, the horns on. Yeah. Them horns were accentuated into a massive cock and ball. <laughs> and underneath Jamiroquai, it said, he's a retro cunt in massive letters <laughs> uh, on a big billboard. Um, that was just a, 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 a little bit of it. I've also That's showed you the, the Harold Shipman one. one yeah, yeah. And there's, there's plenty more. Um, but, yeah, they're all discussed in, in that book. So. I've got to get myself that book, I think. Yeah, it'll make you laugh. It's yeah. like every single listener I'm sure feels like them and their mates when they're 18 were the funniest stupidest people about yeah definitely and it's just something when you read that you'll go back and think yeah we was that was fucking brilliant we all done dumb shit like that and it was really funny so yeah the cunt wall is um, is is my number three that's a beautiful thing mate it's a beautiful thing it really weren't it was fucking offensive we used to do things like... And in, oh, by the way, the 46-year-old me would now drive past that and be like, that's fucking I know, disgusting. I know, I know. And I think you just got to accept that you, you find in your feet as a kid yeah. and you're doing things that are yeah. often wrong. Yeah. But then it makes you an adult. But you've got to be a bit... You've got to give kids a break because yeah. I've done some shit I literally can't talk about on podcasts, which is so, that is so fucking shameful. Yeah, hashtag go see. <laughs> And, and and I look back and I think, my God, if I caught me doing that, if I caught anyone doing that, I'd give them a whipping. Yeah. I would. And um, suck their tiny um, child good little dicks. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my number two. Yeah. We haven't said anything about movies yet. Good and, um, oh my fucking God. Ice White Shot? Uh <laughs> Martyrs. Close. Martyrs. <laughs> um, I got. I hated horror films as a kid. I remember one of the first things I saw horrifically was, um, it was like a scene out of Hellraiser 3 when I was in fucking, in Spain with my mum and dad. And we'd got home late and uh, mum and dad had been drinking. We got back to the apartment. Oh, oh, God, I forgot this story. Get back to the apartment one night, right? And mum turns the TV on, and I'm sat right, I'm like, I'm that far, I'm that far away from the TV, right? The TV's literally two foot away. Big TV in this uh, apartment in Spain, and it's just, this is happening. It's up close. I'm quite young, so I haven't seen a lot of pornography, if anything. And at first, I'm like that, and then I'm like, oh no, that is a close-up of a cock destroying a girl's rat. It was like, just pounding in and out. And I was like, oh wow. And as I'm 14, I'm thinking, well, I'm just going to, get as much of an eyeful of this yeah. as I can. I think mum had it on the TV for about a minute. She was like, what is that? And I was like, oh my God, mum hasn't figured it out yet. And yeah, it was just like someone, some woman getting straight pile driver by a dude. Anyway, same that night. That was in the wank bank for a yeah, while. Yeah, it was. It? Yeah, it was. I was like, I've got off to bed now. <laughs> night. Don't wake me up in the morning. I'm going to have a day in bed. Which would have been fine, except for the next channel she switched to was Hellraiser 3, where someone's skin was getting sucked off. And I was kind of like, whoa. Well, I didn't even see that bit. It was a bit, there was, you know, this big statue was firing chains into someone and ripping them apart, basically. And that weren't. 
I didn't respond very well to that. And mm. I remember being up for the rest of the night, not masturbating, unfortunately, but talking to my dad about why people make horror movies. Anyway, fast forward to when I'm about 19, all of a sudden horror films make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And me and Mark, when we bought our flat at 25, by that point, we had watched as many horror films as humanly possible. And I remember one day we'd gone to Blockbuster. This is back when Blockbuster was a thing. And uh, there on the shelf was one called Martyrs. And we hadn't seen it yet. It was a French one. And we'd got into watching a lot of the French horror films, which are quite video nasty. The French know how to do quite a, quite a raw horror film. And I don't know if anyone's seen Martyrs. I think I've mentioned it on some of the podcasts before. But the, one of the final closing scenes in that is it's a torture scene. And it is just bad. It's so awful that um, that blew my horror fuse. After that, I was kind of like, I love, still love horror now, but I don't, I can't, I don't really want to see the super graphic yeah. visual stuff because that fucked me up for, I'd say, nine months. For nine months, I remember I'd Specific. be like, uh, yeah, it, it, it's roughly that because I remember being at work and I used to go running at lunch and I'd be on the treadmill at lunch and this image would come back into my head of this horror film, you know. Just wander its way in there, and then I'd feel nauseous, so I'd have to get off the uh, off the treadmill. It was that graphic; it had that much impact. And and I found out that's called emotional scarring in movies. And, and movies these days are so you can do them so well. There's no real difference between what you're looking at and how that would look in real life. And yeah, so it emotionally scarred me for fucking about nine months. I don't feel nauseous now. It's mostly because I've had to suppress it so much, that, that how strong an imagery it was. But there's loads of movies like that. You could even say, I remember the first thing that scared, the, like one of the first things that scared life out of me was Ghostbusters, seeing the ghost in the downstairs in the library. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of things in, in, in horror movies and, and movies where mm. you're just like, oh, you know, the melting guy in Raiders of the Lost Ark and all yeah. that when you were a kid. Yeah. You got any? Any special mentions? See, uh, uh, you know that uh, my wife loves a horror film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I watch a lot of horror films mm-hmm. and, and I'm, not, I'm not a tough guy, but it just doesn't scare yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, like, sure, I've, yeah, I can't. I can't involve myself to the level that you can yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, and, and yeah. throw yourselves into it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah. uh, too uh, fundamentally bitter and unhappy and yeah, twisted sure. and cynical. Um, but the one scene that I will never watch in a film ever again um, is the scene in, Showgirls. in the jacuzzi with Carl <laughs> McLachlan and Elizabeth. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I could watch that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's your 15 quid's worth, <laughs> Patreons, there. Um, it's uh, it's in Scum, and it's the scene oh, uh, when no. the young lad takes his own life. Oh, it's so uh, and, such a, It's such a tough wank. Um, and that, that, that dummy. Um, yeah, when I, I, what I've done, if I've mentioned this before, but I watched that when I had a, <laughs> an upcoming court date where there was a chance that uh, I might, I might uh, have to go to Her Majesty's Pleasure. You were afraid someone was going to use your arsehole as a cunt. And I just thought, oh, no, I, I will not be able to survive in there. <laughs> oh. uh, and, yeah, that scene, yeah. that film's not a nice film. No, it isn't. Um, but that scene is really fucking unpleasant and yeah. scared me to my bones because I watched it exactly the wrong time and it messed me up. And it's something now that every now and again I'll see that scum's on. And I love a fucking horrible, gritty British film. That's my go-to mm. genre. But that scene, can't. Nah. Do you can't know what? I, I think I've only seen that scene once myself. Yeah. Like, and I had that on tape and stuff yeah. like that. That and ID and all those yeah. sort of ones of that ilk. And um, I, I watched that scene once and I was like, ooh. I don't, I don't need to like return to that. Films. Prison films. It's hard. Have you seen like Starred Up? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was really good. I, I, do you know what? I, I really wanted that to be brilliant because I think he's yeah. a cracking actor. That yeah, Jack, Daniel, Jack O'Connell. Jack O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel O'Donnell. I was going to literally say something like that. I was, I, I Why even... did I not let you just get that out then? Oh dear. <laughs> um. <laughs> it could have been. Well, it might have been Daniel O'Donnell. Yeah, uh, Daniel. It would, I don't even know what was yeah. about to come out. Of my it's mouth. a seminal uh, prison film starring um, <laughs> Irish folk from... singer Daniel O'Donnell. <laughs> It's cracky. Um, yeah, but that, that I think that's probably... The, and there was, a, there, was a, there was an episode of, of a, like a black and white Tarzan episode or a film once where um, there's these... Uh, I don't know if they're cannibals or, 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 or natives of... Mm. Uh, I can't think what, it, what, what the scene was. But um, 
they tie this person to two logs, then the logs fall apart either side and oh, rip the person fuck. in half. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you don't see it. No, not not it's like you would suggestion. in Bone Tomahawk or anything yeah. like that. Oof, um, see, things like that are really fucking horrible. Bone but Tomahawk made my dick go funny. Like, and, and at a time when there wasn't any holes in my penis or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, which nearly made this list, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right, so is it my number two? I think it's your two, mate. Yeah. Right, let's have a look what we got. What we got. Right. Oh, can I go for. I've got a couple of honourable mentions. It, mm-hmm. Right, so I'm, I'm going to go for this. I had a friend called Stuart, and that's not me talking about you Chris again. Craig. I had a friend called Stuart, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was the guy that I used to go and watch football with. He loved his football, and uh, and we ended up hanging around with this this girl called Landis, um, and she had an older sister that we all fancied. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, who had really good taste in music. So we would go around oh, to Landis's. Double win. And then what we'd do is one of us would say they were going home yeah, and they'd yeah. go out mm-hmm. uh, and we'd open the window and they wouldn't go and they'd go and crash down outside the window and then we'd all kind of be flicking for a record collection, pass them around looking at us and then we'd also slip them out the window <laughs> nick a record. Really? <laughs> it's really horrible. Oh, um, you can't. But, um, but then there, there's comeback on that. The, the, the comeback on that is that... It was a lovely day, and we was all in her garden, mm-hmm. and we was playing up. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> no, it was like we was playing up, and um, Stuart started to kick a few of her flowers, like in like a kind of uh, run-up penalty shoot, yeah, kind yeah. of circuit in between us with the golf club. Getcha. Just being a fucking shit. We sure. were probably about fourteen mm. then, yeah, maybe fifteen, and so he's taking a run-up. And uh, and kicking these flowers, and then there was a a little ornamental plastic tortoise um, <laughs> sitting like pride of place on the edge of this pond, yeah. looking in, and it was like a nice shiny Aww. green plastic tortoise, and he took a massive run up, which he thought was going to be really funny to boot it oh, over yeah. and into next door's oh, garden. I know where this is going. Um, I should point out sort of that, that that we was walking around on the patio with no shoes on, just mm. socks. Oh my so Stu's took this run up and kicked this plastic tortoise that happened to be a stone tortoise. I was say it weren't plastic, was it? Because uh, n- nothing around ponds is ever plastic. Yeah. It's normally old stone. Yeah. I reckon it went about five meters. Oh what! But by the time it had landed, Stuart was probably alongside it, hopping, holding his foot. That he'd smashed every single toe to pieces. Oh, t- oh shit. Just seeing the justice in him being a little oh, shitbag, yeah. kicking around her stuff, no. and then going for the piece of resistance, which was going to be, let's move this tortoise over next doors. Yeah. And it happened to be stone. Um, did you think I was going to say it was real? No, no, uh, no. No, I right. knew it was going to be stone. Because yeah. me, me nan had a, a similar yeah. finger. It was a crocodile. Yeah. Shame. And... Uh, yeah, and like literally, I will never unsee or unhear the noise of his bones just smashing, oh. and just the frenzied. No, when you see them videos on YouTube of people like skaters like snapping their legs or yeah. ankles, and they're like, "Get my mum!" and like, and it was that kind of. He didn't know what to say or do first, yeah, because yeah. it was just an, an immediate yeah. clout of pain. Yeah. Fear and yeah. like not wanting to see exactly yeah. take your sock off and see what you've done, yeah, yeah. and it all just culminated in this kind of bizarre hop up the garden, screaming, which I will never ever unsee. Oh, mate, that's brilliant and also awful. Yeah. Oh, I can feel that, man. I can't. Like, there's no way that that that, that, that punishment ju- like 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 is uh, matches the uh, vandalism. Yeah. Like, I can't. You know, yeah. you can't, like the thought of him breaking. I, I think it was a culmination of, of of stealing her records yeah. as well. It was the justice and it just happened to be Stu that had that- to pay the price. That is rough justice. He paid it for all of you right yeah. then and now. Do you know what? You, when you're saying about doing these like petty vandalism, one night me and Mark got absolutely bladdered when we were at uni. And we decided to run along um, before we got to our university halls and pick up the black sacks that people put out in their front of it and just throw them back at their houses. 
Hardy ha, funny, funny, funny. I picked black up bags you black bags. Yeah. Oh my god. How do you even? Why do you remember that before? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gross. Um, I picked up this black bag and I threw it at this uh this house, and it and uh, I threw it and I didn't mean to throw it at the window, right? <laughs> but it weren't double glazing this person's front living room window. It this black sack just went straight through. <laughs> <the> <laughs> oh. And I remember just like Mark looking at me, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, we've got to get the fuck out of here!" And do you know what? It turns out a year later, um, uh, we find out that it killed someone. <laughs> a year later, me and Mark work in a pub. And there was this really skanky, like, old alcoholic woman who come in and she'd wear... This is something you can never answer. Another honourable mention. She was, like, 55, smoked all her life. Like, she just... And she was, like, and she was sort of, like, an alcoholic and a bit scabby. And she'd, like, make, like, these passive-aggressive come-on signs to all of us who were all 19. You sound like you're very sympathetic towards her, uh, her struggles. Oh, mate, it was... Yeah, I know, it was gross. But she was really grimy. And um, I just remember her, like, she'd wear sliders back before sliders were a thing with yellow socks. And she was just, like, she was grim. And uh, just just the thought of her, you'll never unsee her image. Anyway, it turned out it was her front window. That oh, I, I think so. It turned out I fucked her on some bin bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was her front window I accidentally smashed in. You know, obviously no. didn't mean to do that. No, obviously but also at night, probably a full traffic change. <laughs> 19, I weren't responsible enough to think... Now, do you know what I need to face up to? I need to go and knock on the door and go, look, this got a bit out of hand and really sorry. No, yeah. obviously me and Mark ran no, away. No, it's good that you're a you know, responsible, consenting adult now. Yeah, whenever I do that, I would knock. Exactly. Have a good night last night? Is it your number one? It is. So, oh, okay. it's really interesting that we talk about justice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the one thing that I will never unsee, which... Oh, I haven't done my number one. Yeah, that, was, you? A, that was a special mention. I'll do my number one after. All right. Yeah. So my, my, my number one is something that I watch once or twice a month. Um, if I feel low, I put it on. Um, if I feel that there's injustice in the world, I put it on. And mm. it's I not can, a picture of me, is it? And I can phone? never unsee it. It's not that picture of you. I mean, that is something I will never be able to unsee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is quite getting headbutted by a oh, photographer? Oh, good choice. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I pray that you've all seen this. If you haven't, I'll just go on YouTube and watch it because it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, yes. You see that pint-sized prick picking on someone with all the cocaine bravado Mm -hmm. and chips, chip on his shoulder, out of control, ego, just... Terrible, terrible person just picking on someone that he probably saw as the softest target there with his security and just keeps bullying him. And the guy's saying, I've done nothing wrong. And he just keeps bullying him. And then he's in his face and it's vile. His manner is vile. Um, I think I would have probably chinned him about two yeah. minutes yeah, 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 ahead yeah. of the, the, the yeah, brilliant strike. Yeah, yeah. But punching him wouldn't have worked because what this guy does is just slams his forehead into Jake. I, I can't tell you how much it's I love pro- talking it's about a, this. It's a proper great Irish handshake, isn't it? And it's just smashes his forehead straight into JK's nose, splits his nose, and then instantly JK's... Someone hold me back. No, no, seriously, please, someone hold me back because um, I can't fight my way out of a paper bag. <laughs> my ego doesn't know how to deal with this. And this bloke doesn't give a shit. Oh, no. And uh, and he's just like, I'm not tolerating this abuse. Mm-hmm. And it's just brilliant yeah. seeing a fucking terrible fucking shit person. It's such a shame because you, you said about Jimmy Requires first record, Emergency Planet Earth is amazing and the lyrics to it are, are, are really I really like that record. And the second one, Return of Space Cowboy, I really love both of those records and they it's had a lot of all about um uh 
it's kind of environment, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And now, how many sports cars has he got? Yeah, he drives electric cars now. He's got a smart car, and, uh, and he yeah. doesn't fly. He always canoes uh, yeah, to America now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. fuck that he's guy. Got, he's got, like, 50 Ferraris. I mean, this is get classic glass and guesswork here, but it's yeah. not... It's not the wildest bit of guesswork I've ever done, is it? Do you know no, what I mean? If, yeah, I mean, if he needs cars per square inch of ego, he's probably got 50 fucking... Yeah. Or, or square inch of him. He's probably yeah. got, like, five. Um, he's a fucking terrible yeah, he's person. A, he's, a, he's a mongrel. Yeah, it's a uh, shame, man. It's a real shame. Because I really liked his music, and then you watch him, and he's always on top gear, and you just think, oh, long on, yeah. long off, yeah. I yeah. think he started with the best of intentions, but I just think some people shouldn't get famous. Well, yeah, I mean, it's easy to sit and say that it, that wouldn't do, it wouldn't do it to me. Jesus oh, Christ, you'd be, a, you'd be a terrible person. I'd be dead. Well, I'd be dead. Yeah. Firstly, I'd definitely be dead, yeah. wouldn't I? There's no. You will be no I would not. I would not have got to 38 if I was famous. There's no. just no way. I'd either been dead or they would have brought back the electric chair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even in the UK, but they would be petitioning. You for would it. have been doing all kinds of fucking weird shit. You yeah. would have been the next Michael Hutchins. Oh, yeah, I'd put him to shame, mate. Good night, um, last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number one is. I don't know what one said who. One's the nice one, and one's quite a sad one. What do you want? Nice one. All right, okay. Um, it's when I was being a rad snowboarder. Oh, it's quite a quick one, this. Now. I'm going to do the sad one, too. We can end on it. All right. Um, I've got a couple of them. Okay, cool. All right. Um, and basically, um, it, was, it was my first proper full snowboarding holiday. It's such a simple one. And we'd been snowboarding, and we'd done, we'd done a bit of off-pace and that. We'd all split up, and... Um, We'd done this bit through the trees, and it was really challenging, but it was amazing. And the snow, it had dumped, and it basically meant on the off-piece, the snow, as you're going through the snow, is up to your knees. But it's like fine grain mist. Like As you go through it, I can't explain the the feeling of it. It's like it just goes... It's a very strange sensation. It was really, like, calm and peaceful. And I came out of this tree line, and I wasn't with anyone. And I went straight over a clip, no. Um, and, and, and I just stopped, and I just thought, I was gathering my breath. And as I looked up, I was in this valley. <clears throat> it was a massive valley, and it literally it dipped down, and then there was the, uh, another mountain facing opposite me. Right. And there was no one about. And just within this mountain that was facing me, there was a glacier that had just frozen. And when I looked up, and I didn't really realise, and, and I was out there for the snowboarding, I didn't really understand like how impressive the sights are. Yeah. And it's like whenever you take pictures of these things when you go abroad and you look at them on your camera, they never... The perspective doesn't do There's it no perspective. And you look at it and you're like, okay, that's cool. But it yeah. just doesn't do how overwhelming this, this yeah. viewers of this glacier. And how it's turquoise, the ice. The ice was... It was turquoise. It was just a mystical thing to look at. Do you know what I mean? And, and so epically serene and that's a massive reason why i do it every year it's not just because i'm a total rad dude you know it's because of that it's because the sights out there you just it recharges your soul it makes you feel better natural and yeah so that that is my uh, that is my number one mate that view that first time and i didn't really i wasn't prepared for it that's decent was it was a was a yeah it was a beautiful thing i mean if you like hearing us talking about um, wonderful places to go on this week's patreon we will be doing yep. top five uk holiday destinations mm, yeah. yeah for sure man so i'm sure there'll be some uh, similar chat style yeah, there yeah, um before you do your sad one yeah, yeah, a couple yeah, of quick yeah, honorable yeah, mentions yeah, yeah, yeah. um when the podcasts first come out, um, and I see us in the the top five on the iTunes chart, that seeing that oh, is mate. something that blew my yeah, mind. Yeah, that was so cool, man. Um, Very nice. A helicopter over uh, the Grand Canyon, seeing that. Why is that? Um, because <laughs> it was when it, it wasn't. It was, yeah. it was because it was it was Hoover Dam yeah, that, yeah. that blew my mind. Because in the earphones, yeah, they played the Superman music. When we oh went over shit! That. Wicked. So that was pretty mad. They played the Top Gun music when we took off. Um, uh, yeah. So there, take there was... my breath away. Was it that one? Yeah. <laughs> getting hold of Carol in the back of his helicopter. Um, yeah. So so that they're, they're, oh. they're the only other two really. Like seeing shouts, Grand Canyon man. over that was 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 pretty fucking crazy. Uh, Good uh, shouts, man. Good and, shouts. Uh, yeah. You want right. to hear my sad one to end? Yeah, of course, always. Basically, it's the state of my fucking cat smudged before we purred out. <laughs> she was this fucking... Like we, I just didn't know how long to... When cats get old, it's like, 
you, you, oh, wait, when did this happen? This is about five years ago, five or six years ago, and you just don't know how long to leave it. When cats get that old, and she become a bag of bones, and she would like. She de like the cats dehydrate, so it almost her skull looked a bit more sullen. Her eyes were more inset. And I remember one day, bless her, she was like, it was, it was, it was really sad. Like she was just wobbling on the uh, in the middle of the lounge, and she was just swaying like this. And like we'd been thinking for months, like you know, is it cruel? At what point do you sort of like say, look, it with a shovel, it with a shovel. Well, this is where this goes, right? So me and Dad say, look, Mum, we're going to do it. We're we're, we're going to take Smudge to the vets and that. And we get smashed for vets. It was fucking, it was really sad. I was getting upset. And she's there and she's swaying and that. And the, the vet, is, he was a lovely bloke, really nice. And he's like, um... Yeah, that's no fuck no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is pre-fuck shit. It's pre-dog attack. And he was a, a really nice guy. And he was like, he was like, yeah, no, and he, he's checking all that really carefully. He's stroking, being really nice. He's like, yeah, no, it's time. And, and I went, I was really upset. And I just went, I'll go get the hammer. And then I just walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I come in and I was in fucking hysteric. I couldn't, you know when you're proud of yourself, like, and I was fucking pissing my, and like this bat oh, you was fucking fuck. so angry at me. And I was crying, I was in tears when we started putting her down, yeah. like, but I couldn't resist yeah. because it was so the wrong thing to say because this bat was so nice. He's just stroking, t- like, smudge. He's like, and I just went, I'll get the hammer. Just like walking out of the room. The, the reason behind that is, fundamentally, at your very, very core, you're a total cunt. <laughs> there you have it. Top five things you can never unsee. It's not even five, it's ten, because obviously I get my five and Nobed gets his five. Um, thanks ever so much for listening and... As much as uh, we mock you for listening to this drivel, um, Chris and I can't thank you enough for um, supporting this podcast because it's nearly two years and we've had such a laugh doing it. And and, uh, as much as we may drive each other up the wall, the minute we both sit down in the within and start chatting, we have so much fun. We have so much fun. And... uh, and and I hope that you you get a little a little bit of that fun that that we get talking bollocks to each other. Um, so yeah, so on behalf of um, Glass and and me, um, obviously he can't say that he only gets um, one five minute phone call a day, and uh, and he uh, he has to phone. Um, he, I can't even tell you he's going to phone. I better not tell you because that's probably. Um, going to get him another couple of years on his sentence so uh, on behalf of chris and i thank you so much for listening um we really do bloody appreciate it you uh you dangerous loners and uh and we love you dearly so um yeah we'll see you next week laters <laughs> sorry i've butted in yet again i just want to quickly tell you about this magazine it's called pod bible now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast, and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, um, there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free so every other month there'll be a new edition out so go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well podbiblemag.com it's a drunken soiree in the within
Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.